Welcome everyone, Priyanka here. In today's episode, I have my guest, Vasvi Kumar, back on the show. And we are discussing about how to stop suffering and taking action. We even hear her story of how she was at her top of the game, at six-figure income, like working as a host on a top TV shows in Austin, and then how she fell down and hit her rock bottom and how she courageously showed up during those times. So stay tuned for this awesome episode with Vasvi. Have you ever wondered how to show up as your best version of yourself, no matter what life throws at you? You are not alone. I've spent the last six years on the comeback trail after getting fired as a burned out workaholic who missed her first candlelight wedding anniversary. When life gets tough, there's always a choice give up or show up. So how do you forge an inspiring leadership without the overwhelm completely from scratch? Join me in my quest to bring you the stories, strategies and tips you need to inspire you to succeed. I am Priyanka Khandalkar and this is Show Up with Priyanka. Hello everyone, welcome to Show Up with Priyanka and this is your host Priyanka Khandalkar. I am so thrilled and excited to welcome back Vasvi Kumar for our second episode. She also did an episode with me when we launched my podcast in the month of March. It was the first eight interviews in my podcast. You can always go back and listen to that episode. Vasvi Kumar is often described as your kick-in-the-pan guide and en route to your desired destination. She's a licensed social worker, special education teacher, and a certified coach. Vasvi holds dual master degrees in special education from Hofstra University and social work from Columbia University. She's a pro at helping her clients think differently so they can create and go after opportunities and projects that are aligned with their brand values. So Vasvi, uh, from your own story, when you hit your rock bottom, because I know that like I was le- like I was like researching about you and uh, just learning about you your whole life story and uh, there was a phase you were like making six figure you were at top of the game and then you hit the rock bottom so what was the steps you took and you showed up courageously to overcome those so my rock bottom for everyone who's listening and maybe hasn't done the research and, and really learned about me my rock bottom so yes I was at the top I was doing very well. Everyone knew who I was. I was getting, I had a lot of clients. I was making six figures, uh, but I also had an alcohol and cocaine addiction. And I eventually had to go to rehab twice, by the way, I've gone twice. And I'm now, I'm um, not sure when you're airing this Priyanka, but I'm, as of today, I'm almost 11 months sober. So wow. yeah, by the grace of God, everything is going great. I, I couldn't do any of it without the grace that I have bestowed upon me. Uh, so that was my rock bottom was literally having to shut down my business and I could not work with any clients because I was in rehab. I was in rehab for a good six months, you know, um, sober living and stuff like that. And, um, the steps that I took, it's a great question because when I look back on it, so let me say this, the first time that I was in, that I hit my rock bottom, I hit two rock bottoms, right? My first bottom was, uh, I would say I didn't learn my lesson. I didn't because I went through all the steps that everyone told me to do. They said to go to rehab. They said to go to AA meetings. They said to live in a sober living house, you know, live with other sober people. All of that I did. But the one thing that I did not do 
is that um, I didn't uh, really detach myself from unhealthy relationships. So I was still dating the guy that I was originally with when I got into my addiction. I was still with him because I really thought, okay, I'm sober now. Maybe I can help him. So it was like I was getting healthy, but I was I was inviting this sick person back into my life. And, you know, you can you can guess how that story went. A few months into it, he broke up with me. I relapsed. I went right back into using drugs again. A um, few months after I relapsed, I got a job as the morning show co-host of a, of, a, of a lifestyle and entertainment morning show here in Austin. So that was really, I thought that was going to save me. I thought getting this job on TV was so glamorous. I got to meet all these people. I'm on live television. Okay, great. So I wasn't using uh, substance, drug, drugs anymore, but I was drinking every Friday. Friday, Saturday, I was blackout drunk and I was drinking. So I swapped one addiction for the other. Um, and then I eventually got let go of from that job six months into the job, not because of the drinking or anything, but because I was not showing up funny that we're talking about showing up. I was not showing up as my best self because your podcast just called show up with Priyanka. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was not showing up my best self because I was leading a double life, right? Everyone thought that I was sober. My parents thought I was sober. My entire family thought I was sober, but I was still drinking every weekend. And then I had work starting at, you know, 5am, 6am in the morning, starting on Mondays. And I was leading this double life and that affected my performance on air. So I did get let go in March of 20, uh, 2019. And then I went to rehab again. And this time around, this is to answer your question, what steps did I take? This time around when I went to rehab, I'll never forget this Priyanka, I walked into the residential treatment because I stayed there. I, didn't, I wasn't doing this from my house. I went to an actual residential facility here in Austin. Everyone knew my name. When I went into the rehab center, like at least five or six people remembered me, like counselors and the, and the staff. And I remember thinking to myself, oh my God, I do not want to be known for this. I don't want people to know me as Vasavi, the addict and alcoholic. This is not why God put me on this earth. I am meant for more. It is time for me to redefine who I want to be. You know what I mean? Like, do I still want to be living this story like that, I, that, I'm, that I'm an addict, that I'm an alcoholic? So in that moment, this is what I did. First thing I did was decide. I said, I'm never doing this again. I'm never coming back to rehab again. I don't give a shit. I'm never, ever coming back here again. I am going to nip this in the bud. I am going to do whatever it takes, no matter how long it takes for me to get sober and stay sober. So um, I asked my counselor, Carl, who I love him. Um, I said, I, I didn't ask him. I told him, I said, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. I'll do whatever you tell me to do. You've been doing this for 25 years. You've been working with addicts and alcoholics for 25 years. Tell me what to do and I'll do it. So he told me what to do. You know, going to the AA meetings, doing the work, slowing down, not trying to build back my business right away, focus on my recovery, you know, not be in this, these unhealthy relationships, um, stay single for a while. Or I was in a healthy relationship actually at that time with somebody new. And so he's been a saving grace and I love him very much. And um, we're, not, we're not together right now, but um, he was a healthy, very healthy relationship post that other relationship. But, you know, I really, I did what I was told. I shut up. Mm -hmm. I shut up. I stopped thinking I knew everything because I didn't. And I started listening and I started slowing down and I started to really become focused on cultivating a relationship with myself rather than how am I going to build my business? How am I going to start making money again? My parents were taking care of me financially. I don't think people know that. My parents had to take care of me financially. Um, and I remember hearing this once about 
being ashamed. Like I heard this interview about somebody saying how ashamed they were of asking their parents for help, financial help. And I'm, I, I pride myself on being very independent. And it was a very hard time for me because I literally had to ask my mother every month, every month for money to pay my bills. And my parents never made me feel bad about it. In the Indian culture, our parents will take no, care of us. They're always so, there. <laughs> there was no guilt. My mother never made me feel bad about it. Even, you know, she was, she's never even said, pay me back. I, uh, they don't need the money, but you know, she said the best way for you to pay me back is to get better. That's it. Mm. So I, um, I took the help. It was very humbling. I took the help. Like I, I had to take the help and I really spent, you know, normally on a Friday, Saturday night when I'd be out partying, I was at home. I'm still at home every Friday, Saturday night. You don't see me going out. I started to really become comfortable in my own skin, dealing with all the emotions of life and the, and the ebbs and flows of life without reaching for a drink, without reaching for cocaine. I cut probably 75% of people out of my life and I kept my circle very small. Um, I started really establishing great boundaries. I started keeping, uh, being very honest with myself. I started talking to my parents two, three times a day to have that connection and, re- and, and started making new friends, sober friends, yeah. new friends. Um, so yeah, for me, it was just, I, I, it was that pivotal moment. You know, all the steps that I'm giving right now, Priyanka, this is just step, steps that I, st- steps that I took, but it's the mindset that really helped me get to where I am, which is I am never tolerating this BS again in my life. I'm not doing this. I am meant for more. I just decided in that moment when I'm done, I'm done. I had had enough. Wow. So Vasvi, how that, that whole phase, that whole phase changed you? What was the biggest lesson you learned from them? I don't need to run from the thoughts in my mind. My, I, I don't need to numb myself. I don't need to alter the state of my mind. I do not need to um, be so afraid of my emotions and my feelings. And also, I think the biggest thing that I learned was having high standards for myself. And I really started to see my value and my worth. Like, wow. yeah, like I don't question my value. I don't question my worth. I know what I bring to the table. And I would also say uh, emotional regulation. Mm. Not allowing anyone to have control over my emotions. I love probably, that. Yeah, because, you know, giving my power over to a drug, giving my power over to, an alcohol, to alcohol, giving my power over to a guy, to a relationship, giving my power over to anybody is, is all the same thing, if you ask me. One is just a little bit more... Um, uh, like lethal than the other, right? Like I could die from a cocaine overdose. I could not necessarily die from a, like a psychological dependence to a human being. It would kill me on the inside, but I wouldn't necessarily die from it. Wow. Do you know what I mean? So, yes. but it's all still the addiction to people and the mm. being attached to validation from other people and having my self-worth and my identity be tied to the uh, validation of somebody else. Like, I'm only as good as you think I'm good or only if you give me the time of day, then I'm worth something. That is Mm. no longer a story in my life anymore. Wow. So whilst we were like, I relate to that on so many levels. Growing up, I will be always looking for the permission Mm -hmm. from my family, from my teachers, from my parents, for everything, even like working full-time job. I will look for that permission from my boss. But I think it's, it's so important what you told me, like you are control of your own emotions and whom you bring in your own life. And I think that takes a lot of courage and it's all about like showing up courageously and really, really regulating those people and those emotions coming up and like really, yeah, those are like so important key points. Was we just told us. 
Yeah, it's really started with getting sober for me. And here's the thing, you know, people listening to this episode, you may not necessarily have an alcohol addiction or, or, or a drug abuse or drug addiction issue, but there's always something. We always, as human beings, we like to anchor ourselves in things, whether it's success, whether it's fame, whether it's money, whether it's relationships, sex, gambling, it's something. We yes. all get our validation from something. And right. so my whole thing is really, I've been on the journey of discovering who I am in an identity-centered society. And the answer for me has been to detach myself from everything that where I find my identity so I can really, I had to burn my life to the ground to get to this point. Wow. That's the way I, I realized the only way, like God has given me so many different opportunities to get to know myself mm-hmm. and I never got the lesson. Okay. And it's like, I now got it because I had to be stripped of everything. Wow. Yeah. yeah sometimes your, your back is on the wall, right? And that's oh. when you like really, really take those steps. And I feel like Vasvi, like, it's also about like what kind of dialogue you're talking to yourself. Like yes. when no one is watching. Yeah, like absolutely. What I tell myself is extremely important. You know, and I, I got to say this to you, Priyanka. I don't know the last time I've been, um, like I get worried, right? And I get nervous about things. And I, you know, I, I, I know where I used to be financially and stuff in the beginning, uh, you know, before all this stuff went down. And um, my goal is not necessarily to hit six figures again. It's not. If it happens, it happens. My goal is really to have such self-respect for myself that I don't allow anything. And um, what I was trying to say, what what I was, I just lost track, but what I was saying was, I don't know the last time I've been rude to myself or unkind to myself. And because I don't talk to myself unkindly and I'm not mean to myself, I do not tolerate from anybody else. Because if, listen, if, if I don't talk to myself that way, you don't get to talk to me that way. Right. I think we allow people, mm-hmm. people and, and things, things in our life to perpetuate and fester because we are allowing it, yes. right? So the minute we have that boundary with ourselves, mm-hmm. what you will and will not allow, other people cannot cross that boundary either. It's a lot harder. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Creating that bubble around you that no one can penetrate it. So yep. important. Yes, absolutely. So Vasvi, is there a link or a website where we can send our listener to learn more about you mm-hmm. also i saw you had uh, like when i went to your website you had like a how to find their unique gifts mm-hmm. so can you yeah. talk about a little bit about that i was like so excited to see that so yeah let us know like how how someone can reach you Okay, so my website is vasavikumar.com. Uh, when you get on the homepage, there are, I have online courses that you can sign up for, a five-week and an eight-week course on confidence, um, and also on how to cultivate a relationship with yourself. They're both two of my like signature online courses. I also have free trainings. Everything's very clear on the homepage. But, uh, I have free, free trainings from you know how to get to know yourself to how to identify your gifts to my entrepreneur uh, audience, which is how to get media coverage, mm-hmm. right? because I've been in the media. So if you go to my website and you click on free trainings, um, you, can, you can pick whichever one you want and just enter your name and email to do that. But for people who have listened to this um, interview and they want to talk to me on the phone, I do something called a jumpstart session. And it's 30 minutes and it's $50 for 30 minutes. And you can book it right on my site. So it's vasavikumar.com forward slash book now. And we can get on the phone and talk for 30 minutes because um, that way we can just kind of really see like, what is it that you want need help with? 
How can I help you? I value my time very much. So, um, so it's easy. It's like, you know, 30 minutes, 50 bucks, easy. You walk away being very clear on exactly what you need to do. And then if you'd like to continue to work further, I have other packages that you can sign up to work with me. I love that. Thank you for sharing that Vasvi. And I will be putting that in the show notes for anyone to like go and like go to the website. And I've worked with Vasvi. I know she's such a genuine, loving, authentic person. You already heard her. She is as real as you just heard her. And she really gets you rolling and gets you gets you what you want, right? All your desires and what yes. you want and really what you, she was t- talking about taking actions every day. She will really help you to take those actions to reach your maximum potential your, and becoming your best version. Thank you, Vasvi, for being here today with us. I just enjoyed our conversation. You were as real as I heard you last time. I spoke to you last time in 2016. Like you are just like that. And it's just amazing how our stories has evolved over the years. And uh, I'm just honored to have you here. Thank you so much. Thanks, Priyanka. I honor you for your energy and time to show up till the end and listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please do take a minute to rate and review my show and share it with others who needs it the most. This would mean world to me. Remember your positive intentions, your presence and your positive energy is contagious to attract the positive result. Talk to you soon. Stay tuned until the next episode.